We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 131 of Married Millennials. We've got a fun topic for you guys a little later in the show. So we just want to say off top, though, it is a parental advisory. Yes, explicit content. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So before you get invested, just know that that is coming. But before that, how was your weekend, everyone? Ours was amazing per usual. I feel like if you have a bad weekend, you're doing weekends wrong. <laughs> you know, like, people ask me, like, how was your weekend? I'm like, well, it was A weekend sucked, Bob. It, yeah. what would, but how would you respond, though? You know, most people, when you see them, you come into work on Monday, you always ask, oh, how was your weekend? Like, what if somebody responded to that question that was actually really terrible, X, Y, and Z, and it just brought your whole mood down? What would be your response in the moment? Would you be like, oh, I'm sorry, or would you be like, oh, okay, what can you... What can I do? What would be your response? <laughs> I'm like, stop killing the, the vibe, Bob. <laughs> You're bringing us down. Just say good like everybody else. Um, no, I, I, I would, I, it, it would really depend. There was one person who I kept asking them how they were, and every time they had something really sad to say, so I just stopped asking. Because it wasn't like, <laughs> I'm serious. Damn. Like, it was just like, when the standard, when the stock question just, no like, longer works. Like, yeah, one time I asked, like, she and the guy had just broken up. Then another time I asked, and her pet had died. So I was like, dang, I'm going to stop asking. And I mean, like, just like, my pet died. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, it was just like. <laughs> you ready to start the day off all chirpy and whatnot? Like, Bad oh, okay, timing. cool, cool, thank and you. And again, like, there is room for you to be sad in this world. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, everyone needs to be peppy all the time. That's not my MO, but like. If nothing is ever okay, then it's like, all right. I do agree. You aren't you. You have a, a control of happiness that surrounds you. Have you. The you have the control. control. Yeah, it's it's your mindset. And if you're perpetually experiencing negativity, there's likely something that you aren't doing within your life that can help combat that. No, well, there's definitely something. Yeah, there's people with like the saddest lives, and they are just like smiling and happy, and you're wondering how they're still standing. You know those people? For sure. And it's and like one thing after another has happened to them and they're still standing strong. And it's not that they don't experience the wave of negative emotion. It's just that they choose to be happy despite it. So, you know, I just... Happiness is a choice. I think everyone knows that at this point, but it bears uh, giving a reminder. But damn, it sucks and you got to drudge through the mud. <laughs> yeah, no, it really does. Are you, you just, dredging through some mud right now, baby? No, Why no. you say it like that? No, I'm, just, I'm just saying in general because okay. it's, it's easy to speak. You know, I don't want to necessarily be the type of people that are like, oh, we just speak happiness and positivity all the time and act like nothing in life is challenging so i'm just saying that you well yes happiness is most definitely a choice but it is not devoid of some challenges and dredging through the mud at times well, so that's all i'm saying yeah if you've lived long long enough you've had hard times so i mean i you can speak from experience at a certain point right it's not that for sure we've had these completely perfect lives or whatever and it, yeah do you want to compare some people's problems to other people's problems sure but again a problem for you is a problem for you and facts and um yeah so i i'm not saying be cool no matter what i'm just saying that you have to choose to be cool if you want to be 
Most definitely. That's life. No, it's real. But if we did have a, a nice weekend just to be able to relax and chill. Joy made a comment saying this is, you know, two weekends in a row where we really haven't had much plans. And you know by now that Joy needs her recharge time and, and just goes in shambles if things are, are, are not in place for her to relax. And now that we've had two consecutive weekends, it, yeah. her mood is, is just feels positive this morning. I, I'm super duper positive. And the thing, <laughs> <laughs> super duper. You got some radiance moving through you this Do morning. Do I? Yes. Oh, thank you, babe. <laughs> Our friend Z was over yesterday. Uh, Randy Z from Talk 30 to Me podcast. Check him out. And what did he say? Like, you got a lot of energy right now? Or he said something to that effect. And I'm like, I'm always like that. He said, you're more aloof <laughs> than, than, than hyper. Is that true? It depends. It depends on my it, situation. Yeah, it just, it just depends. Joy's just, like, you're just so awkward. Like, there's just things that Joy will insist upon that I keep asking, or she'll just ask awkward questions. Like yesterday, she comes in and goes, Z, did you clean our toilet? Because no, I... No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> she comes out and says, Z, did you clean our toilet? First of all, if you, when are you ever a guest in someone's home and say, you know what? I'm going to clean their toilet today. Like That never happens in life ever. So she comes out and asks Z if he cleans our toilet, and he goes, no. And she's like, oh, well, I smelled a Clorox wipe, so I assumed that you cleaned our toilet. Or cleaned our toilet. You didn't clean our toilet? Well, I just told you, no, I didn't clean your toilet, and it's no one ever in life does that. So then she goes, oh, okay, well, I was going to say thank you if you did. So she, she brings this up three times. I'm like, Joy. What are you doing? <laughs> like, just, it was like one of those, go to your room. <laughs> you just needed a go to your room moment. So it's like little things like See, that. I you didn't just, think any of that was awkward. So awkward. brought it back up. So awkward. And you all do right. that all the time. And then you get mad when someone else like, makes a comment about how awkward or reckless your commentary is. I don't is, get mad when anybody says something. I do not. Oh, Am I so when I do right it, now? I get it. So when I say something, that's no, because right now okay. I can, when you spell that back out, I'm like, oh yeah, that was hella awkward. But just in the moment, no. like you do that all the time, and like Joy but has again, this I habit. I feel like if you're around me, you know that like I'm, <laughs> I'm apt to say something strange. Like that's just constantly, that's just all my the brain. time. Like, but, I have that thing where I say what I'm thinking without much of a filter. When it comes to feelings, I try to be mindful of those. But like if it's just a thought or I have a question, I need to ask, or I'll be sitting there one. Did he clean the toilet? I think he cleaned the toilet. That was really nice of him. I should say thank you. Like, like that's what happens in my brain. So just to just get journal rid of all it. that. Won't you go journal it out <laughs> instead of bringing other people into your awkwardness? Dear diaries, today I think that my guest cleaned, cleaned my toilet. Like, <laughs> but I didn't get to ask, so I'll never know for sure. See, that doesn't work for me. That does not work for me. And I, so I have a um, I I my coworker, a coworker of mine said to me. Are you a Life Path Seven? And I said, Yeah. And I, I, I had read up on Life Path numbers before, but I just didn't. It didn't really resonate with me at the time. But uh, I reread it, and it hella re- resonated with me. And they really, it's like a seeker of knowledge. Like you have questions, you need them answered. Like you're. Uh, both just regular questions and like spiritual questions and all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally my exact life. Life path number seven. I I think that everybody should calculate their life path number. I'll put a link in in the in the um, show description. But it's uh that's good. Did you read yours? I did not read it. You sent me that I'm a, a life path four, but that's where yeah. I stopped with the subject of your email. So life path number four is I think the, the teacher, and basically it's all about systems and organization. 
the whole life path number. Love it. It was just I was like, this is just it's it's crazy how accurate it is. So uh, yeah, go go calculate your life path number. Anything that lets me know who I am even more, I'm just I'm down for it. Myers Briggs life path number, zodiac sign, and not just your your sun sign, but like just do the whole chart. Read about that. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, you seeker of knowledge, you. Literally multiple times a day, I get random emails from Joy. I can always tell. And then as soon as I come home, did you read my email? No, babe, I didn't get past the subject line, but it's there. I still do have all your emails unread. So don't think yeah, that I don't read Yeah, because you'll respond to them like, like Weeks three later. months later. That, that Claire Wineland. Yeah. I, I, I sent that to you. Like, I mean, it really was like three months later. But I finally, I did look at it. So okay. I, need, I need to do better of actually reading it. But what happens is I feel like when I read it, it's just going to put me down a pigeonhole or a little rabbit hole. And then I'm just following random embrace articles. Embrace the re- rabbit hole. No, I don't want to embrace that. You, Why? Systems and, systems and organizations. Did you not just hear what we talked about? But what if it's information that's really going to help you moving forward? It can help me. I'm going to read it. Again, I think I have about six emails from you unread the in my email The best thing that you can do for yourself is account. know who you are like in every sense of the word. If you know who you are, then you have a great idea of how to move through the world and you can be of optimum use to the people around you. No. So that, that, is, that is literally why I'm so jazzed about all those things. If you're uh, the least bit confused, you're, you become useless to everybody because you're looking at people like, hey, could you help me out? Who am I? And they're like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out myself. But where's the point of discovering your optimal point of being you and then applying that, those optimal points of being you? Because I, there's a part where you can sit here and discover all day long. As you say, you're a seeker of knowledge, where we can learn, learn, learn all day long. But if we don't apply an anything. To learning. I know there's not an end, but where's the, like, where's the you balance? You apply as you go. And then, and then before you know it, you know, you start at level one and you're at level 17. You're like, oh, shit, okay, I've grown. Like, that's just, but that's how it goes. As you learn, you apply, you grow. Right. And then you keep learning and applying and growing. And then, like I said, before you know it, you're more You're just advanced. all the way leveled up? Yeah. And then but you, you judge, but you and you judge those who aren't leveled up? No, but if I'm giving you the opportunity <laughs> to level along with me, and you're just like, no, systems. like. <laughs> well, I've been trying to show you systems, and you've ignored that for That's not 10 true. years. Oh, Joy Ashley. It's not true. Why are you putting my government out? Because I can't even, <laughs> I can't even allow for such nonsense to spew out of your mouth. There's no way. I'm, I try to apply to some of your systems. I do. Some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. Question for you. Who do you think is more adaptive when it comes to working with each other? You with me or me with you? Who do you think is more flexible when it comes to accepting I didn't ask that with question. the other person? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did not ask that question. You're, you don't fully adapt to my ways. You like adapt a little bit. If I adapt a little bit to you, you're pissed still. So like, you don't fully adapt to me. But I'm like, oh, okay, I see an effort. I can calm down. And I'm cool. You, I adapt a little bit. You're like, it's not what I said to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, dad. Like... <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I put the cups where they're supposed to go. I've done better with the Tupperware since you reorganized yes, that. Yes, you have. I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this makes more sense to me. I can do this. Um, I, but I do really good with the cups and the bowls. That's a system that you had that I, I keep up with. Yeah, you have. I, I, was yeah. Just, I was just putting the question out there. Generally speaking, yeah, but you can't you can't just ask one side of the question. Like, who's better at? Because it's a it's a give and take. There's a giving and a receiving. You don't receive things well. 
Excuse me? Unless Explain. it's exactly what you want. Explain that. It, any behaviors. Any behaviors what? Like, okay, something is organized. Are you happy about it no matter how it's organized or doesn't need to be organized your way? Even though you were fine about the seasonings and all that. Yeah, it, does, it that. does not need to be organized my way. Yeah. I just If there's a system in place, I will say if it's an inefficient system, I will tend to change it. Yeah. But I will appreciate the effort. But you left the seasonings the same. I did. Which I was surprised about. So I'm Because getting... I remember when I showed him and I said, I put the salt and pepper over here just so we could grab <laughs> I remember feeling like I needed to explain why I put things where I put them so that he could see. That's not normal. I shouldn't have to explain why I put the salt and pepper somewhere so that somebody doesn't like move it or like. You didn't have to explain that. There was no I you that is you overthinking my behaviors. So that is what it's caused. But if if I'm bringing all that stress, then hey. I guess I'm just a systems no, guy. No, I'm not. I'm not really all that stressed out about it anymore. First couple of years of marriage, yes, hella stress. But <laughs> now I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's Justin. That's Joy. Yeah. And you keep it moving. Yeah. That, that, I'm going to say awkward things and you're going to be crazy. So. Yeah, that, that's why I'm, I am so glad we're out of those first two years of marriage. If you guys are currently in your first two marriages, just embrace it. There's just your a First bu- two marriages? <laughs> I'm, excuse me, did I say that? Your first, two yeah. mar- <laughs> your first two marriages? Yeah. If you're in your first two years yeah. of marriage, just embrace that, that struggle, that give and take. It, it's just, there's a battle. And I know we bumped heads for so long. And then finally, we just came to the point where it's like, all right, well, you're not moving. I'm not moving. This is who we are. We're going to accept who we are. And then you just inhale and exhale and go on about your day. It's not that neither of us are moving. That We're just moving slower than I think we anticipated. For sure. Right? I think that we really overest- or underestimated how long growth takes. Right? It oh, takes, for sure. Like Growth takes time. It takes time to develop new habits. It takes time to really learn how to live together efficiently. And then as you change as a person, your needs change. And so you have to give that person time to catch up with that. Like it just... It's this whole thing. And like this weekend, we went on a hike. And I I went on a hike with my dad, and I had this same thought. And I know I shared my apocalypse thoughts with you, and I can't remember if I shared my pacing thoughts with you. So bear with me if I if I did, because I, I would like to repeat it, because I do think that it's useful information, because it came up again when I'm hiking with my long-legged male well you're my male are you my dad's not my when you're hiking with your father and your husband yes because they're both they're both like six what what are you six just trying to add all these extra words he's just under six foot four my dad's six foot four and they both have long legs and basically i'm just like a tad under five seven and i have pretty long legs myself but like i can't keep up and so whenever i hike with them i'm winded i'm exhausted i'm tired i'm i'm trying to enjoy myself but basically i'm just like i'm power walking times power walking and they're going at their normal pace but i'm just trying to like keep up the entire time so i enjoy or, or i end up not enjoying my hike quite as much like i'm not taking in the sights i'm not i'm just trying to get to where we're going because i'm dying <laughs> um, it's a bit, bit of an exaggeration but carry on right i mean where would i be if i weren't exaggerating or who would i be anyway so this this time i really took uh, or i really made a point to just say all right i'm going at my own pace you can go I'm not going to try because even when I say you can go ahead of me, I still try to like keep up a little bit more so that, you know, there's not too much of a a distance between us. And this time I said, you know what? I'm going to go on my own pace. 
And I did. I went at my own pace. I wasn't winded. I was like, oh, I'm not super out of shape. I just wasn't going at a pace that made sense for me. Then I would, you know, would turn around as I got to each plateau, taking the scenes. I was just being one with nature, smelling the dirt and just enjoying being amongst the trees and the beetles and just enjoying my hike. All these things that I don't get to do where I'm like trying to have the biggest stride ever and power walk and you know that I there's Justin took a picture of me being like way lower than he was. He was already at the peak, and I was probably at the last plateau before the peak or just before that. And I just I was thinking like, wow, look at that distance between us. Like, look how fast he got there. I said, well, I I could why well, would still be behind you, but I would have been so tired and I've now enjoyed my hike and I'm still going to get to where he is. I'm going to get to the top of mountain. We're both going to the top of mountain. I'm just getting there at my own pace. And now when I get up there, instead of being tired and and he'll be like, okay, let's go because he's waited for just a second. I'm now going to get up there and I'm not going to be too tired. And I can, I know I've said that so so many times. I'm not going to be winded, but that's what I'm most proud of. I wasn't winded. And I'm going to be able to just look around and enjoy it. And then I'll be ready to go too. Like, okay, well, this is nice. Let's continue on. Instead of like, give me a second. And so, yeah. Anyway, I just want to say, move at your own pace. You're going to make it to the top of the mountain anyway. Don't let people with long legs rush you. <laughs> if you don't have long legs, use your strengths. Look around, make friends while you're you're on the different levels and and just go. You're going to get to the top of the mountain. You're going to get there and I just feel like in today's culture, everyone's trying to get to the top at the same time and it's pointless. You're not going to enjoy it when you get there. You're, you, you will have lost all your endurance and stamina and you'll just be winded and not enjoy your view and miserable and won't be able to, you know, maintain it. So respect. That's my metaphor for life. Oh, and it's true. And, and we can apply that, that metaphor not only to our hikes, but also to our business. And usually I, just like I power through our walks, I have that same mentality when it comes to business. And I honestly think that's been one of our, our biggest challenges is navigating the difference in pace mm-hmm. and finding which, what pace that works for both of us. But if we both understand that we are marching to the same point mm-hmm. on the map, that we are going to get there. And there may be parts of the race where I am having to move at my own so I don't really have support. But I got to do it. If I need support, you may just have to wait a little bit until your teammate catches up. Then you guys can go again. And if you can pace ahead, you go on and pace ahead. Right. So it's definitely a good a good metaphor um, for life. So I, I respect it. And I, I was up there for a smooth 10 minutes. And I just kind of looked around. I was like, I'm going to let Joy do what she does. And I do remember taking that picture. And Joy looks like a little ant yep. on there. But, you know, it, it, it was it, it was nice. And we were able to go and enjoy the hike without any issues or frustrations. And we both had... Had a, had a nice little exercise what in lieu of the gym. What was your mindset when you were at the top waiting? Were you getting antsy? No, I wasn't getting antsy, surprisingly. I was just like, all right, well, I got to wait for my teammate. <laughs> like, that's just how I felt. I was like, I could, I had thought like I could finish to the end, but then it's like, well, I'm waiting even longer at a further point. So it didn't even really make sense. <laughs> so you were just going to leave me. No, I wasn't going to leave you. You thought the, about the it. The thought had crossed <laughs> my mind, but then it goes, all right, well, you can get to this point, then keep going. But at the end of the day, you still have to wait. Right. So you're going to just make your your delay that much longer. Right. And that's the other thing, like, 
because again, when I'm with you or my dad, I feel like I'm slow. Like, oh, you're just slow. And that's the thing is I'm not slow. I'm just significantly shorter. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's like if you judge a, a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll never know that it was meant to swim. Yep. Like, that's how I feel. Like a fish trying to climb a tree. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm actually like really good in the ocean though. So remember you're a fish and you swim in the ocean. Most definitely. Yeah, and, and on top of you know, that amazing experience, this weekend I had a life-changing experience. If you were friends with me on Facebook or if you saw my extremely long Twitter thread, you will know a little bit about this story. But in, in addition to hanging out and relaxing this weekend, I went out to see my parents on Friday just popped up on my dad. He always jabs at me that I don't come by the house enough. So I decided that I was going to go make my way down there early afternoon, just spend make some time you know, with my dad and my mom. And then afterwards, I was planning up to meet with some, some groups of friends, and we decided to go bowling. So we get to the bowling alley, and I'm just sitting there bowling with, bowling with some friends. And a buddy of mine looks up and says, is that so-and-so? And in that moment, I turn around and I'm staring at this person and I said, yes, that is. And so to give you some backstory on who this individual was, I used to date this young girl in middle school and I was a complete asshole. I was the kid who expressed my feelings through jabs and insults. And sometimes I'm still kind of guilty of that, (laughs) but I know it it was completely ass backwards. Uh, But that's who I was as a kid. I was like a bully who didn't know he was a bully till I got older. And then I just felt really bad about who I was and my my behaviors as a child. But I was a jerk. I was a a complete jerk. And I remember a few years after, and I said this was junior high, middle school, junior high, sixth, seventh grade, I believe. And then this woman ended up, this young girl ended up transferring schools. We lost touch. And I remember a few years later, a friend of our, a mutual friend of ours, came up and told me, and I said, Hey, I think, you know, the way you treated her may have had some long term effects on her as a person. And I was like, Yeah, damn, for real? Like, you know, when someone tells you that, you're like, Oh, okay. But then I just immediately started thinking because the way she said it, it just had my brain like, damn, like, was it really that bad? You picked on her in ways that it's like the most damaging way to pick on a young woman in in middle school or elementary school. Like, it's just all those little things you're insecure about. He was playing about. Like, he was calling attention to them. Definitely. In a a joking way in front of everybody. Right. And when she made that comment, I remember her, like, I remember saying the first time, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then she kind of came back like, no, for real. And then I was just like, well, damn. So then I had this moment of feeling really, really bad. And at the time, I think MySpace was the only thing we had, or maybe Facebook had just started. I, I'm not too sure. But I tried to look for this, this young woman on social media, but I couldn't find her because I wanted to reach out and say, well, if, you know, if anything I did, behavior said, you know, messed you up or had an impact on you, like I apologize, that was not my intention when I was younger. Obviously, my intention was to poke fun. I'm not going to walk away from that, but I didn't have any intention on causing long-term damage, you know, to anyone's life. Yeah. You were unaware of the, of the, of the the consequences. You thought it was fun. Correct. Yeah. Like you knew it would hurt a little bit, but not, but not all of that. So once I've heard that news, this was over 10 years ago, I have always wanted to reach out or get in contact with this, with this young woman and apologize for my behaviors if indeed you know, they did have an impact. And not even if they, they had an impact. I just wanted to apologize because of the fact of a mutual friend is bringing it up, it had to come up in conversation at some point. Yeah. So I wanted to apologize for, for my behavior. 
And so fast forward back to the bowling alley, the person that my friend brought the attention to was this young woman. And I hadn't seen her in probably 15 years. So I end up, I, I tell my friends, I was like, I have to go speak. So I end up walking over there. I call her by her name. She turns around and is just completely surprised that it's me. We strike up a conversation for a few minutes. And I was like, well, I'm not going to keep your time. You know, I just wanted to, to say hi. Like I, I, I wanted to speak. So I ended up going back to, to bowling. And the entire time I was bowling for the rest of the night, I just had this overwhelming feeling of just like, Justin, you should go and say something. Like you've wanted to apologize for over 10 years. Like you had your chance. Like, are you going to see her again? You should say something. So I'm going back and forth the entire night while we're bowling. And I'm assuming that she was going to leave. And I was like, I'm going to miss the opportunity. Funny enough, her kids ended up bowling right next to us in the lane over. So she was in our vicinity for the rest of the night. We ended up finishing bowling. And I just walk straight back over to him. We pick up the conversation and just kind of catching up with life, what's happened over the past 15 years. And we're talking and she goes, do you remember how much of a jerk you were in middle school? And I said, yes, I do. And she goes and and reveals some information that I was unaware of at the time. And I had the opportunity in that moment. I said, you know, it's funny that you you bring this up because I've been sitting here for the past hour, hour and a half going back and forth of saying, should I apologize? But I was like, will she remember Will it? Will she care? Is it? What's the point of it? Is it self-serving of me just to say apologize right. to like release it, release it off of my conscience? So I just I just didn't know. Um, but I said, you know, the fact that that you're bringing this up, I do really want to tell you that I I'm sorry and I apologize for my actions and behaviors. That was never you know my intention at the time when we were kids. Uh, it was you know it was all fun and games. I knew I was not being nice, but again, I wasn't thinking long-term on what I was saying yeah. and doing could have an, a long-term effect on on her. So I, I, I take that, that opportunity to, to truly apologize. And we talk a little bit more. The night wraps up. And I remember calling my best friend on the way home because, again, the, some of the information that she shared that I, that I won't share here, you know, was really, like, was really deep. And, you know, I... Like in that moment, it was revealed to me that my actions were a part of somebody else's trauma, and that is a horrible. They amplified. Yes, it amplified yeah. the the trauma that they were experiencing in their childhood, and there's no good way at all to receive that information, to know that your behaviors have been associated with someone's trauma, and they vividly remember it. 15 years later. And I just, I felt horrible. So I call my best friend on the way home. It's like one something in the morning and I'm emotional on the phone telling him all this information because they didn't really know how deep the story went while we were at the bowling alley. And all my best friend says like, man, that's heavy. So it's like, I'm, you know, I'm getting teary eyed and driving home. I was like, man, you just don't like understand how horrible that feels. And, and so I got home and ended up you know, going to sleep. And the next morning I wake up to a DM from, from this, from this lady and she goes on and saying, Hey, it was good, you know, running into you. I just want to say thank you again for apologizing. I feel like a big weight has been lifted from my shoulders that I didn't even know was there. And, you know, just in that moment, it was like, you know, here this woman was carrying a trauma or a pain that she didn't even know was there. And just by me saying, I'm sorry, by apologizing for the actions as a child, 
it was allowed her to release something you know that has been bogging her down in some way, shape, or form, and it, it just really was a powerful, powerful uh, experience. And and I and I left the the whole thing, and I, I shared with a few friends, and I put it on the Facebook post. Is you know, I just encourage any of us if if you have if you have someone that you weren't particularly kind to and, and you need to reconcile some things, you never know how far an I'm sorry can go. You know, in this case, you know, it's been over 15 years and it's something I've wanted to apologize for over 10 years. Um, but I had made peace with it internally because I just assumed that I would never you know, see this young woman again. And to be able to have that opportunity and receive that message was just so unbelievably powerful. And as someone who is a speaker, you know, I, 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 that's my my profession. And I know the power of words and, and the impact they can have, you know, but it was just such a healthy reminder to, to make us realize the power of our words and our actions is you just never know how you can impact someone's life, how positively or how negatively. You know, I, I like to believe that I leave a positive impact on, on everyone I meet, you know, but in this particular case, I left a negative impact on someone and that negativity has been carried along with them for over 15 years. And that is a really shitty reality to have to live with and even worse for them to have to live with. Uh, And so I was just, I'm grateful, extremely grateful that I had the opportunity to see this young woman and to express my sincere apologies and the gratitude I have to be able to be on the other side of it. And it's just like, man, it really just had my whole like world change, like trip for a smooth 24 hours. And I'm, and I'm still not saying like, oh, yeah, it's, I'm fine. Uh, but it, it, just, it just has me really being more and more conscious of my interactions, thoughts, and ideas um, when it comes to engaging with other people. Yeah. To treat people with kindness, like that's that's all I say all the time, right? Is that be as kind as possible whenever you have the opportunity to be. Just because you never know, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what you can say that can trigger something else that somebody else said, and now they believe it for the rest of their lives. You know, you just you, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. And I do know like the responsibility isn't just on the people saying things. It's on the people receiving the information too, right? Because again, we're going back to like that two-way situation that if you have people saying things to you, it it is up to you then to consider your source and then say like, okay, is this person speaking to me from love? And if the answer is no, then you have the responsibility as uh, as that person to say, and not that you have those skills in middle school. I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, she should have known better. Like, I, I'm definitely, definitely not saying that. I do. I feel for her because, um, you know, that's rough it, to anybody who's ever been bullied. I I had some bullying issues growing up, and I Justin said you didn't have any bullying issues, mm-hmm. and I don't really think you were a bully, but I just think in that in that particular case, if if. The, the girls who bullied me reached out to me today and said, you know, I'm really sorry for the way that I treated you and said what you said. I would be... You said you would feel grateful so for happy. It. Yeah, yeah, I would be so happy. But I'm not carrying it around either. You know what I'm saying? And I know she's, she wasn't walking around Correct. like... Justin said this to me and and she said it was like a weight had been removed that she didn't even know was there. So, and I imagine it would probably feel the same. It's like you're not consciously holding on to those things because you do have a recognition that, okay, first of all, we were kids. They probably didn't know what they were saying, but again, an apology would go a long way because it's like, oh, okay, thanks for acknowledging that you did some not cool things or said some things that weren't nice. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep it popping. 
No, and it's and, but I want to say a little more to the as you said. There's the responsibility of you receiving it, um, but there yeah. are a lot of times. I think that's more when you get older, not when you're younger. Okay, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have that skill set. But you're even younger. when you even when you are older, sometimes you know, why I put some more onus on the people like me who were dishing it is because those who are receiving it aren't necessarily asking to receive it. They're in a position oh, where, where they can't avoid it, where the person who is giving off the information, they have a choice whether they can or cannot say that information. Right. So they are the, to me, they're the more responsible party because all, oh, I 100% all agree other with that. Yeah. consequences and actions could be avoided had you not said or did what you did. Right. I, I agree with that, but the problem, the, the other thing that you fall into, though, is that when you don't accept responsibility for how you feel, is that if that person isn't big enough to apologize, sure. you're carrying around that pain and trauma for the rest of your life. You're the only one carrying it. Even if that person's maybe carrying it, too, but you don't know. She didn't know that that had affected you, too, like Definitely. years later. So it's like, that, that's what I'm saying as gotcha. an adult, because I want to make sure that you're handling your emotions responsibly, responsibly. Would it be ideal if everyone apologized? Absolutely. Is that what typically happens? No. There, there have been several things that I have not received apologies for. If I were sitting here waiting for them, I would be very unhappy. I, I could be a very pissed off person. A very pissed off person. But, but because I've realized that apologies aren't my work to do. That's that other person's work. And if they're not going to do it, I can't be sitting here waiting for it. I, at some point, I have to say, okay, that's not where this person is. This was a messed up thing that they did or that they said. I now have a responsibility as the unfortunate victim of that situation of whether I'm going to hold on to that and just wait and see what happens or if I'm going to release it to the best of my ability and move forward. No, most definitely. Yeah, that's and that, all I'm no, that that definitely makes sense and that's an important side of the equation. You know, yeah. But I just I think your side is way more important for the people dishing things out, but I'm talking sure. from the people that have received things because I just want to make sure like, I think that it's amazing that you have apologized, but I want to make sure that people aren't waiting for apologies. No, I, I get Because you. that's dangerous ground. For sure. I'm, I, and I completely understand that. But I can just say as someone who had this opportunity and this experience, yeah. you know, it really was an, an amazing interaction. It's like you never know. You know, just something so simple and it wasn't an accident that, you know, we ran into each other and I was able to say what I needed to say and, and to be able to, to get all that off your chest and over you know ten to fifteen years of time is a is a pretty freeing and and, and amazing experience to have had. So I'm appreciative of it. But what I'm what I'm more appreciative of is that she was able to accept that apology and you know share a little more insight on what was going on at that time. Uh, so yeah, it was just a, a really beautiful experience. So again, if you were an asshole like me at some point in your life to one particular person or maybe many people in your life. I would challenge you sometime this week, or if you're not ready this week, maybe sometime this year or the next year. Whenever the case may be, everyone has to move. As George has said, you got to move at your own pace. But I, I will challenge you as if you have the courage and the ability to say something, to actually say something. And I know there's she's not the only person who I owe an apology to. And I'm, and I'm sure there's people out there who may want one that I'm not even aware of. So that becomes a challenge too and speaks to what you right. just... Right, that's the other thing. What you just I, talked about. Yeah, 
that some people don't even know they need to say sorry. For sure. And, they and don't that, even know. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, a longer line, yeah. but I'm just glad. I'm but very, But if you have the opportunity, and I think for you moving forward, it's good. Like you said, that you, you will be more cognizant of how you're treating people and what you're saying because you do understand now that it can have lasting effects. Not everyone... Not everyone. I think in general, you're the kind of person who things roll off your back. So you're thinking that other people operate that way Correct. too. So you just can say whatever and they'll be fine. And that's you not have the case. you have now learned that is not the case. Correct. And even feeling bad about it, having talked to that person, and uh, you have a completely different understanding now. So if anything, I think this has actually just really helped you moving forward. For sure. You know, so uh, again, I'm just I'm very very grateful. To you know, for for to, you know, grateful to the woman and grateful I had the opportunity you know, to share that experience. Right. But okay, now on to our conversation. Now, we now on to on to the yeah. inappropriate part of, of of the conversation. Right. This is I guess I feel like this is like a weird segue. Oh, it's definitely like it, hey, yeah, here's this deep. Sad yeah, we topic, had we had a deep conversation, yeah. but this is what's beautiful about our show is we we can go deep and then we turn it into inappropriate recklessness humor. Yeah. and that's also the amazing I'll, thing I'm about let you set this up having your own show. Right, that you can do it and no one can want. say anything. Yeah, you set it up because you're the one who yeah. was present for that. So before before I had this life changing experience, I had a reckless ass conversation with a friend. <laughs> so we were sitting here talking, and the conversation, the question came up, and the the question is, would you be more upset if your best friend slept with your boyfriend or girlfriend, or if your best friend gave or received oral sex from your best friend which would piss you off more that's the that's the question so if you if you're speaking is from so for the fellas what would you be more upset about if your girlfriend had sex with your best friend or if your girlfriend performed fellatio on your best friend and for the ladies would you be upset if your best friend slept with your man or if your best friend had gave fellatio to your man? It's cunnilingus for women. <laughs> so, okay. So <laughs> what, what would make you more upset? And once she told me that, we were sitting here cracking up, being so reckless, and then we let the conversation hit our groups of friends. And I sent it to my fellows and a few other people and went back and forth and I'm going to speak to my answer first. I'm going to let Joy speak for the ladies. But for me, what I said was worse was definitely the oral sex. And there, there's just something about the visual and the... And I think it, like if, it's a pride thing. So if a, if, if you, I'm sorry, I just thought of your best friend whom I love. <laughs> but goddamn, no thank you. Oh my God. Oh man. Woo. But nope. there, there is something. There, I, that is, it's just rude. It's just, there's it's just rude. something. I'm sorry. There is something about. Does it have to be your best friend? Like, yes. can it just be a friend? Hell no. It's, it's got to be best your best friend. If, if it's your friend, you can write it off. It's your best friend. Like, your, your ace in the hole, your best friend. For me. Like obviously, if you guys sleep together, I am infuriated but and honestly, enraged. Like, what but, would I be doing to just be like okay, hold on. spread out on a table? I, I know, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But like, you know, obviously, I am infuriated, absolutely infuriated, if the right. two of you guys sleep together. But like, the idea of like you giving oral sex to the homie, like when I know, 
<laughs> like when I know for a fact, like yo, like that's oh. it. Like there's nothing happening. You just gonna oh, like you just gonna man. just service my dude like that. And then like what happens at the finish? Like no, nah, I can't. Oh. I can't. I can't take it. I really, I really can't take it. So for me, I told her, I was like, yo, without question, men are going to say Oro is, is the worst. And she was like, oh, I thought, I, she's like, no way. Sure enough, I text all the homies and the majority of my male friends came back with the Oro part. I, I don't know what it is, but that, that thought is worse than sex. I, so you're talking about me giving oral. I was thinking. Yes. Of, I was thinking more so about like him giving nah. me or oh my gosh. I know he's as grossed out as I am. When <laughs> I was like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, so okay. I so originally I was thinking sex is like the ultimate because you can assume that head has happened in sex, right? But I put an asterisk. But you that, did. That, you said not necessarily. No, I said uh, there. Ha- I'm I'm one of them, and there is a hundreds and hundreds and thousands of men who will say the same is that they have had sex before without any oral. It is very easy right. to do. So it's not like there's no no foreplay involved. It's just basically just like getting you're it just, in. Yeah, you're, you're getting, just you're getting it in. Yeah, that's what just, you're doing. Just, I mean, is she ready to rock, or is it like a good time for her? She just high and dry, and you don't care. Just nah, stick you, your pee you, in. nah, you just got to moisten it up, and you get ready to rock. <laughs> you just get I, it I in. I guess I just want to ask. Her. <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't sound this like is, a good this time. This is the time where your curiosity doesn't yeah, need to move. Right, right. At least not with me. Right. Okay. So that was my original thing, but then I thought about like if my best friend was sitting here with her mouth on your situation. Whew. I think that I would be feeling like so. You're not even getting any out of this. Like your your whole mo was just to service him right now. Like you're gonna throw away our friendship over servicing, and then I would say to Justin, like you're gonna throw away our marriage over servicing. So I think that would piss me off more, as in like a wasted opportunity. <laughs> like that's what I feel like. You're not even gonna. That was for nothing, even though. Sex would hurt my feelings. I'm pissed if you're like just giving each other head. Now that's the other thing. Though. That's it. If it's you, the emotion experience. Yes. One is rage, and the other and one, one is, is hurt. hurt. That's yeah. real. Like I'm hurt if you had sex. Because the, the oral I'm, is rage. Yeah. Like you're just gonna like you're literally it's, just servicing. It's rage. Now here's the 100% thing though. Rage. Now if you were servicing my best, like you've exchanged Ooh. oral sex. I, I'm I'm livid like I mean it's just like you're just gonna put your mouth like I would and I don't think there's any coming back from that like I would just be like I will never kiss you again like you're done I don't think I could come back from that (laughs) I just don't because every time I would just think like oh you've put your mouth on my best friend's private parts like you that's just a really big fuck you to me like that's just like oh okay like yeah like fuck the person I used to love and I'm now, it's a bigger fuck you. So sex is like, you can get caught up. There's passion. Even though I still think it's really hard for your penis to find it, fall into somebody's vagina. Like you really have to think oh, about it. Oh, there's definitely some steps. There are steps there's involved. definitely some steps. But again, I can, I can really, I can for really. For some reason, we can sympathize I with can, that. I can attribute that to passion. But yes. I feel like you have to think before you put somebody's penis in your mouth. I'm just saying. Like you're, and, there, and also you're thinking about that, and also and I'm sorry if that's graphic, but I'm just saying like there's just no way you have somebody's little knob in her face, <laughs> and you're not thinking, oh, okay, like this is a penis, and I'm going to put it into my mouth, and this is not my man, it's my best friend's. There's no way you didn't think all those things. So you said 
I'm screw all those thoughts. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not getting literally jack shit out of this. And then he's just going to get his jollies. And then, like you said, what do you do afterwards? So, like, that's disgusting. I didn't yeah, even think about that. Yeah, I'm telling you. And and the thing is... Also, can we just talk about how gross Felicio and Cunnilingus really... Like, it's actually just gross. I mean, it's, it's just... It's what we do. I, it's, it's what gross. we do. It, it, may, it may be gross, but everyone who says it gross enjoys it. So, you know, look, oh when you gosh. say I, you don't like nasty shit, you're lying. It's just you're a weird thing to lying. talk about, too. Like, I could talk about sex, like, all all day, every day, but oral Something sex about was oral. some weird... Yeah, some, it's some, more graphic. <laughs> There's something, because, like, you know, food goes in your mouth, not private parts. Come on, now. You but, have to take it there. But but it's like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people put private parts in their mouth. Like, But, like, think about, ugh, I won't even say that. <laughs> just, <laughs> Joy's over here getting, to, yeah, you out here t- bringing food into the equation. Okay, just We're not go. talking about just We're go. not talking about any of that. All but right. also, to your point, I know a lot of women who say, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have sex, but I'm not, I'm not sucking there's men that say happening. that too, though. Exactly. DJ I mean, Khaled. DJ Khaled. So <laughs> it's, it's like there are people. Oh no, I don't do that. But like a woman, woman, there she has a duty. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There are people who are like, nah, I'm not doing that. But I'll go and have sex. And so for me, it's like when I think of the visual. And one of the homies who said, "Yo, sex is absolutely worse." He sent the most ridiculous ass text back. And he's like, "So you're telling me that's worse when you're know, not having your your girl." Legs spread, moaning, moving, <laughs> doing tricks that she ain't done to you. Like you telling me you're okay with that? And for some reason, I it just it just I'm, digests I'm differently. More okay with it too. Yeah, it digests differently. But you know, when he sent that text, I was like, no, that's a that's a real valid point. But for some reason, it goes back. Now the kicker is though. So whether whether one or both happen. Is it possible for you to remain friends with the person? Now we Hell know no. we know who you're with is a rap. Like we know your your, your, your no. relationship is over. But is it okay? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> I don't care if you're the godmother of my child. You are out, out. I'd never want to speak to you again. I don't care if you're sorry. Like I no. That's see that's a situation where it's like I don't need your apology. Like I just. You can keep. You just really shouldn't have done that. As and especially, I think for women, loyalty is really important because women lose their mind when it comes to men a lot. So if you have someone in your circle who has messed with your man, it's like no, like you're you've you violated. That's woman code is loyalty and not fucking your man. Like that's literally. Like, okay, I can trust you with my man, so we're good. I don't think men have that same thing. Like, you guys will sleep with the same woman. And it's not a thing. Like, oh, okay, the friend group has slept with the same. Yeah, woman. true. Men don't do that. Unless, women don't unless do it reaches that. a certain point. It, yeah. There is a line. But again, are it's you, a lot different than a woman's line. So are you still friends with your, are you still friends? Nah, not with the best friend, not with the homie. Can't do you it. Can't do it. Can't do it. But I will say a lot of men would be able to move beyond it and still be cool. I can, I guarantee you that. And you would be surprised at how many men would actually say that. But like for me, speaking to who my best friend is and in my situation, there's no way. We, like we, we can't be cool. He would really, I mean, I don't even know what like foolery would have to happen. Like 
he I, would have to hate you at that point, and yeah. I would too. Like there was just I like, can't like I can't even imagine. Like literally, I don't even know. Like to try to put yourself. That's one of those those experiences in life that you can't even think about. Like you try to no. put yourself. Oh, I would do this reaction. It's I can't even gag. imagine. I can't even imagine that reaction because I feel like it was just an out of body experience. So your mind will not allow I for feel you. Like I'm gonna have a dream to simulate with you and my friend. No, now. please let's not. Let's take that out of the universe. Yeah, we are not gonna have any of that. But I told you, my friend told me, like, <laughs> if something were to happen to me and something were to happen, I mean, I have several best friends, but I'm just, I have one in mind right now because I know you guys are close too. Uh, she said, if something were to happen to me and something were to happen to Justin, like, I would want you to be my boyfriend. I was like, girl, I don't want your man. Like, that's gross. Yeah. And like, she hadn't even considered the sexual aspect of a relationship. Like, she's just thinking companionship. And she's like, oh, no, you're right. Like, that's gross. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, can't yeah, that. but she just hadn't even considered it. So I just, yeah, it's gross. Uh, yeah, something about head feels personal. It, yes. it, because you're not, it really is, it's pure service. You're not getting anything out of it. Whereas I think sex, we can justify like, oh, you got something out of it. Like, you were feeling horny. And moment and, of passion. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, there's something, there's something about it. It's, something about the oral that I, just, I can't move beyond. It's disrespectful. But both are flagrant. Let's be honest here. Both are flagrant. But what is more flagrant, I'm going with the oral. Are you, is that your vote too? Yeah, definitely. Oral is more flagrant. I want to know from you guys, what is more flagrant? Would you be more upset on the oral side or would you be more upset if they slept together? I know this is a reckless debate and yeah. it is like... But it's a great question. But it's real. And I'm and I hope that y'all haven't experienced it. But either it. way, both relationships are, are dissolving. Like you can't trust yeah, either for one me. of like, them. Yeah, for me. Like my best kid. friend, no question. But if your husband or wife oh, has yeah. interaction with your best friend, they have no limit. No, yeah, that is true. That like, is so no, foul. Yeah, that, I mean it's just <laughs> it's such disrespect. Like I can't Oh man. I don't know how you get past that. Like, I don't know if counseling... And again, there's someone out there. Oh, there's no counseling. There's plenty of people that have dealt with this. I'm just saying, like, from somebody who hasn't personally experienced it outside looking in, it's a no for me. It's a no for me, Bob. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's definitely a a no. But I want to hear your comments. Chime in on, on Instagram. Shoot us an email if you've experienced it. Oh man, I really do want to hear if you've experienced this. Please let me know because I want to know what your reaction yeah, was what in did the you moment. Do? Like, how do you respond? All to that? jokes aside, like yes. on the real, like in the fact that you're like still okay to talk about it and you're and you're outside of, of walls. Like, I can't I'm, imagine. I'm, that I'm impressed. Pain. I'm so impressed. those are two people that are really close to you. Like, what do you do? Yeah, like, I who do know. you talk to? If your best friend and your man or woman have messed around, who do you call? Like your mom, Ghostbusters. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, gonna to, we're, gonna to, we're gonna have to figure this out. That's what this episode. Yeah, Ghostbusters. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to yeah. figure this out. But let us know because right. I, I I want to hear your thoughts and opinions and which way you swing. My fellas, the majority vote went to the oral. I want to hear from ladies and other men alike. So aside from this reckless conversation, won't you guys have an yeah. amazing rest of the week and you can be able to share some laughs with this with this episode. And please, again, share it with us because I'm very interested in hearing what you guys have to say. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.